I'm Kim. And I'm Rachel. We are both teachers. And we are both stressed. You're listening to Desserts Backroom. What is up, guys? It is episode five. I was going to say four. It's five. I can't count. <laughs> I love that for you. Math teacher problems. Hey. What is our caffeine corner? Wow, you're just jumping right into it. No, no, like, prelude, just, oh, hello. Um, I want and now it's time for caffeine. I want, oh, I need caffeine right now. I might make some after this. I, I, I also want a grilled cheese sandwich. Right. I have no bread. But you can't. Or cheese. Yeah. Someone bring me a grilled cheese sandwich, please. <laughs> there, okay, I don't know where this place was. Maybe it was when I lived in Boston for college. There was a place, it was a, a, like a little, uh, a food place in the food court. And it sold, it was all grilled cheese. I, we had a business in Oneonta when I went to college. Not a business. It was one kid. You okay. could text this number at any hour of the night on on Friday, Saturday, Sundays, and he would deliver you a grilled cheese sandwich wherever you are for a dollar. What? He made bank. How do you... Pro- I mean, like, I could understand profiting off of that if you, like, made the sandwiches and the person came and, get- and got it. Like, you would have to sell a lot to make well, any real money. Well, was anywhere on campus? Drive? No, no, it was he on campus. Oh. So for a oh. dollar, anywhere, like, he would, anywhere you were on campus, he'd bring you a grilled cheese sandwich. But, like, what? how much was his time worth? Apparently not a lot. He made a lot of to- money because think about it. Like, a, a loaf of bread is, like, what, two bucks? A thing of cheese yeah. is like three bucks maximum. So if I have you're, no idea. If you're, I'm thinking like craft singles. I'm sure. Sh- I'm assuming he went the cheap route. So like maybe two ninety nine for the cheese. Yeah. One ninety nine for the bread. So that's five dollars total. So if you get twenty five grilled cheeses a night, you're making twenty bucks. And then if you do that three nights, that's sixty bucks a weekend. I guess. I mean, this is all assuming that your prices are correct. Maybe we're like those people that are like, you know, those rich people that are like, how much could a gallon of milk cost? Oh, like in Arrested Development, that meme. There's a meme with the mother from Arrested Development. You know, I don't know how much a gallon of milk costs because I haven't bought a gallon of milk in like years. (laughs) I don't buy milk. I don't buy milk. I buy almond milk. Yeah, I I buy coconut milk. And I know my almond milk costs like, I think $2.99. I'm going to be honest. I don't know how much it costs. Like, I buy Silk um, Original Coconut Milk. It, it could cost 10 bucks, and I would still buy it, so I have no idea what it costs. <laughs> I'm pretty sure mine's like $1.99 or $2.99 around there. No more than $2.99. I have no idea. I know. I'm a very fact. responsible shopper. I, I plan out <laughs> my shopping every month to a T. I know. Um. Well, okay. So, Caffeine Corner. Caffeine Corner. <laughs> We've full circle right back to it. Um, So this week, tired teacher zero three zero five left a lovely review. Left a lovely review. Um, Go ahead and like leave us a review or um, like follow us on Instagram, please. Yeah, we got like twenty Instagram followers on there. It's so sad. I think it's like 30 now. Oh, it's at 30. Yeah. Follow, I don't what's know. it? What it, it's a desserts backwards. It's just desserts backwards on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. So follow um, us there. Yeah. And like, let us know and I don't know, interact with us. Um, but Tired Teacher 0305, she, uh, I think it's a she, she recommended um, a venti iced black tea, no water regular peach juice, light apple juice, no liquid cane sugar, four pumps of agave. Now, I don't know about you, but I made this at all. I also did because I knew ahead of time I was not going to like it. See, I'm just, I didn't want to take the risk. 
Um, but you went in with a bad attitude. I, I'm so sorry. Look, I, you cannot count my rating of this drink or last week's drink because I hate tea. Like not even just like hot tea, the flavor of, I hate iced tea. I don't drink tea in any temperature. I don't like green tea. I don't like peach tea. I don't like sweet tea. Iced tea, hot tea, chamomile tea, none of the green tea, none of the teas. That's so sad. I'm not a tea person. I love to spill tea. (laughs) Love that. Um, So how many stars would you give this? How many Starbucks? (sighs) Two. That's being generous. Because I don't (laughs) like tea. Maybe if okay, I liked so tea, a- it would be a three. Okay. Okay. That's fair. I um, like peach and I like apples. I liked this drink enough. Um, okay. Honestly, it kind of reminded me of Snapple, um, Snapple peach, peach iced tea. tea. Yeah. Yeah. Which it I, reminded me I would lot. love if it didn't have the tea in it. Like maybe if this was instead of tea, sure. like lemonade. <laughs> oh. Or like a refresher. I don't know. I would have been more open. It's the tea that ruins it. I just don't like iced tea. I don't like tea. I don't like leaves in my liquid. <laughs> well, um, I I liked it, but I think the fact that it reminded me so much of a drink that's just like a couple of dollars, um, it kind of ruined it for me. Because mm. I also got a tall, and I was just kind of like, it was like over three bucks. And I'm like, okay, but I could get like a 20-ounce Snapple. For dollar ninety nine, right? The same so, as my my almond milk. Right <laughs> there, you go. Um, so I would give this. Uh, can we do quarters? Can we do like three point seven five? I accept decimals. I'm a teacher. This is rational numbers. Okay, I I give this three point seven five. Honestly, if it hadn't been for the fact it tasted just like Snapple, I would give it four. So 0.25 reducted due to Snapple-like um, copycat yeah. rights. Yeah. I just, I can't Copy, give it that copyright. fourth star. <laughs> yeah. I can't do it. Um, but overall, you know, I, not bad. So keep giving us your Starbucks drinks, please. As of right now, we only have um, like one in on the docket. I have another so, one like- that someone commented on one of my TikToks. Okay, so we have two on the docket. Um, <laughs> but, like, please send us your stuff. Interact with us. Make us feel like we're loved. Part of me wants to have another corner to do, and it's talking about your favorite cheese. Cheese. Like a cheese we- corner? I I wouldn't be willing to try different cheeses, though. Uh, it could be a monthly cheese corner. We can talk about it. <gasps> Uh, well i have this one uh, cheese from trader joe's you need to try it'll be life do you like blueberries yeah okay it's gonna be life-changing for you what what animal does said cheese come from i won't tell you it's definitely goat (laughs) i'm not saying it is it's no the fact you won't tell me tells me that it's goat look i don't like goats i don't like their eyes their eyes are rectangles i don't trust them also, I live 40 minutes away from a Trader Joe's, so... I thought you lived 20 minutes from a Trader Joe's. I... A Trader Joe's is not... <laughs> is not close. <laughs> <laughs> I have, like, five HEBs within, like, 10 minutes of me. Well, then you'll have to, like, make this cheese yourself. No. Yeah, you'll just buy the cheese, buy the blueberries, smash them together, and then eat it. That's ridiculous. With crackers. <gasps> Charcuterie corner. Charcuterie corner. Charcuterie. And people give their charcuterie combinations. Look, we're fancy. We love a good charcuterie. Maybe. Like dairy makes me break out. But charcuterie can be other things. Like what? Like little deli meats, little fruits, nuts. You can also, people are making breakfast charcuterie boards where it's just like pancakes, fruits, bacon, egg, like breakfast foods on a charcuterie. 
We need to stop talking about food. I haven't had dinner yet. I also haven't had dinner yet. <laughs> I'm so hungry. It's seven o'clock my time and I, I eat lunch crazy early in the day. And so I can feel my stomach digesting itself right now. Charcuterie. Well, then let's move into the meats. I'll use not food. The <laughs> plot. I don't know what means like the good stuff the good stuff of the podcast (laughs) there you go the Uh, good stuff the first thing well so I wrote I wrote this out just generally but like I wanted to talk about because we kind of touched about on it last week is um um how I hate math yeah (laughs) but I'm a math teacher There you go. I know. So there's a difference between enjoying math itself and enjoying teaching math. Okay. So that's what, because people are always like, oh my God, you know, you're a math teacher. You must like be a human. First off, they're always expecting me to be able to do like percentages off the top of my head. I am not a human calculator. I am a math teacher. (laughs) There is again a difference. They're like, oh, you can't do 64 divided by 7 times 3 fourths square roots. And I'm like, no, I can't. I'm sorry. I need a piece of paper and a pen, possibly a calculator. The nerve. I know. So I wanted to talk about, because a lot Whoa. of people always are like, um, like, oh, you know, but you're good at math. Like, that's why you, you think it's fun. Or like, that's why you became a math teacher. No. I was terrible at math and I hated math and I'm still a math teacher. And I, I, I didn't really understand why or how that worked myself until I discovered the concept of what growth mindset was and how I, I experienced that without realizing it when I was in middle school, high school. So do you so know what growth mindset is? Explain growth concept. Well, do you know what growth mindset is? No. Oh, you don't. Oh, no. I can teach you. So growth mindset is the basically the concept that intelligence is a skill itself. And everything's a skill, okay. basically. So like um, when and how you approach learning and how you approach mistakes when you're learning affect how you learn things. Which sounds okay. simple, but it's actually like people it's simpler than, you know, it's like but it's it sounds simpler than it is in a way almost though because you really well, have to I f- actively change how you approach things well i feel like that's something that's kind of intuitive like if yes. you don't want to learn something you're not going to be able to learn it you have to want yes to do it and so like, and i tell my kids that yeah a and, lot and so it's it's um when you uh view mistakes in learning as as something to help you learn it better versus thinking of yourself as a failure and taking that approach to learning it can help you become more successful academic wise and intelligence wise and it has to do with neural pathways in your brain there's like scientific studies on on this type of mindset and things like that and I also like to really discuss with my students every year about how like I was not born good at math I was terrible at math I hated math but I worked on learning math to a point where I am now at a level of where I can teach math I grew that skill of doing math, that intelligence, because they're like, oh, you're a math person. There's no such thing as a math person. Um, I would I would disagree with that. Hold on. Also, before I say why, um, did you hear all that rumbling? No. Oh, my gosh. Is there a thunderstorm? I don't know if you guys heard it. No. My neighbor, like, started up their truck. And Ah, all, like, my window panes were rattling. Oh, I did Um, not hear that. Wow. Okay. Well, um, it was happening. (laughs) Um, Okay. But here's the thing. I guess I agree with that to a certain extent. But also, I definitely think, like, you're naturally inclined towards certain things. You can be naturally inclined. Right. 
And I think that your interests are going to lie somewhere. So like, cause I'm, I'm not a math person. I don't mm-hmm. like math. Yeah. I don't enjoy it. Like it's, I have to work at it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like that when I, when I think of like someone saying I'm not a math person, that's what I think of like, yeah, it's more work for me than it is for somebody else. It's not that like, I can't do it. It's just that like, I don't want to, <laughs> it's not fun. Yeah. But as long as you recognize that it's not because that person's smarter than you. Right. And like, cause people will be that they're like, oh, you're so, it's, it's because you're smarter than me. Like you are not born with all of the knowledge in the world. You, you learn everything. Like people like, like, um, I always use Mia Hamm, even though I guess she's an outdated person. Um, 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 that guy on the Tampa, he was on the Patriots. Who is he? What's his name? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> Thank you. I always use Mia Ham. I always think of Mia Ham for some reason. Um, who's a soccer player, female soccer player. Uh, so Tom Brady, he was not born the best. Like he's like considered the best football player as of right now, right? Yeah. I mean, he's pretty good. He's up there. Thing. He's up there. Yeah. Unfortunately, we, I know you don't like him. I don't like him either. But so no. he was not born being like the best at football. He trained for it. Yeah. And became good at it and became the best or one of the best at it. The same thing applies to everything else. I was not born being good at math. I trained myself to be good at math. And so it's the it's the concept that you can train yourself if you choose to become good yeah. at something you can. And it's it's really that stupid like it, it boils down to like if you try you can. But like it really does and it actually has scientific studies based in it and about neural pathways in your brain. What about cuz I mean like I think that that is true, but what like I mean cuz there are <laughs> I guess because I work with a lot of sped kids. Yes. And so I kind of look at it and I think that not that that's like that, but I, it's going to sound weird, but I feel like that can kind of be a dangerous concept to tell struggling way? learners. Ah, well, um, we, we, it's, it's, it's to really th- think about the way of discouragement. Like, cause mm-hmm. you know, a lot of, especially, and I see that a lot in sped They're they are often very discouraged. They get very frustrated because they're yeah. not learning something as fast as maybe the other people in the class. Yeah. Right? We see that a lot. And and instead and then they get frustrated and then they give up or they act out or behaviorally or anything of that nature. Yeah. But if we could if you really instill and it's parents' job too, it's not just teachers. Like if we instill the concept of growth mindset from a very young age and view that and have them view those mistakes and and that they're maybe it's taking them a little bit longer to understand a concept, not as a failure or a disability, but to see it as just like I'm different and I right. need to maybe work a little harder at this. But if I work a little harder at this, I can be just as good at this as they are. I definitely tell my kids that a lot. I say yeah. I get it. Like reading is hard. Yeah. And it and it's harder for you than it could be for somebody else naturally, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah, you and just have to work at it. Yeah, and the and it's how they approach that, and 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 okay, and, and conditioning their mind to approach it not as it as they're better than me. I'm a failure, but to see it as this is a challenge, or this mistake is helping me, or it's okay that I'm learning at a different pace from them, and it helps them become yeah. more successful viewing it that way and they can grow their intelligence better that way versus giving up because they approach it as a failure versus a learning experience okay i get that yeah and it's really hard to and so i actually like went through this unknowingly in like eighth grade because i was one of those people who was like (laughs) I'm just not, I'm an art student. I'm of the theater. I'm not going to be math sucks. I hate math, blah, blah, blah. And I don't even remember her name. I'm so sorry. Was it Donovan? Was that the eighth grade one? No, that was the seventh no. grade one. But Pachat, on. it was something with a P. I can check because I still have my yearbook because I never put it away from last week. So she kind of showed me like how to approach 
math in a different way when I was in eighth grade. And like, cause instead of learning it the same way that she was teaching it, she was like, well, think about studying like this and do something like that. And the way I changed my approach to learning math made me enjoy it more. Didn't love it, but I felt better at it and I became more successful at it because I started approaching it in that way. And I had a shift in my mindset from what's called a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. Okay. Oh God, what was her name? Um, I don't know. I can't find it. Miss P, Mrs. P something. I think it's a P. I know. I swear it was. It was a P. I want to say like Miss Pachatsky, but I know that's no. the name of one of my friends on TikTok. She's not in here. I wonder if she it's didn't get her picture, picture taken. Day. Oh, no, because they have camera shy. Oh. She's got to be in there. Maybe she's in. Was she in charge of any clubs or? Or she's a department chair, maybe? I don't know. No, they're all in here. Oh, that's wild. Maybe they forgot her. <gasps> Wait, I was on the yearbook committee. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. Did you, did you forget her? I might have. I straight up just don't see her in here. Her last name was definitely a P. I wonder if she went by P, but her name was, like, hyphenated? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That's why. Because they have the camera shy people, and it says camera shy. Hmm. They, they honestly could have just left her out by accident. Or maybe she That's retired rude. and then didn't want to be in it. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, so that... Is the and not a lot of te- they don't teach growth mindset when we're in college and they really should no. they should teach it to teach new teachers to instill it within their normal curriculum especially elementary because it's hard to change your mindset at a later date it takes a lot of work versus instilling it within them at the elementary age when they're still learning a lot of things like reading and writing and math basic skills. Yes, I agree. I definitely think that that would be. Um, something really helpful to new teachers. Yeah. Now we transition, not smoothly, into the we next trans- topic. <laughs> I'm still looking. Do you, I'm going I, person by person. Should I just rattle on about my love life then? Oh my gosh! Please it was, don't. It was the worst of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> <laughs> There were no best of times. It was all just the worst of times. Everything (laughs) is the worst. If I could give you a number of how many times I've called Rachel crying during the pandemic due to dating. She, I, I can't. If I had a dollar for every time you called me crying during the pandemic because of a boy, I would have a lot of dollars. So many dollars. Honestly. So little. Think of all the mini brands I could buy. <laughs> Someone right? get Oh my god, one of this one of not my student, but a student who follows me on TikTok who goes to my school brought me mini brands today. And there were two ra- there were three rare ones. There were three golden items. It was great. I oh, loved really? it. Really? Yes. I got a oh golden ketchup, a golden steak sauce, and golden almonds. Thank you, Olivia. <laughs> I love that. But then... Um, okay, she's not in here. Oh, she's, she's just not forever. in here. She's gone forever. We'll never know who she is. Thank I you, am... eighth grade teacher who always said you're going out the window. Wow. I'm not okay. I, I can tell. I've, I tried to I tried to transition and you're, you don't want to. <laughs> no, I'm stuck on this. Maybe, maybe she literally just like, it was a mistake. I don't know. That's the only way I can see it. She like, did we not have our teachers write in our yearbooks in middle school? No, we hated them. Remember? Huh? Wow. Well, like, what eighth grade me. teacher did you want to sign your yearbook? Yeah. 
<laughs> well, um, anyway, your love life. I'm sorry. I'm I'm here. I'm present now, kind of. I mean, it's still on my mind, but I'm going to try and be more actively present. So, okay, yes. Your student gave you mini brands. Very sweet. Three gold items. Three gold <laughs> I Thank you for, for summing that up for us. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, so, boys, you cried a lot. <laughs> yes, due to boys. Not, um, not so much girls. <laughs> right. Um, you, it, it was definitely an interesting ride for you during the pandemic and dating. Because I think, too, like we've said it before, but you live alone. I live alone. With a cat. With a cat with a and cat. a lizard. <laughs> and as much as I'd love to count them as roommates, they don't count. Well, and like Blue wasn't there for most of this. No, that's true. Like... I didn't get Blue till, till uh, um, August. August is when I yeah. got him. Yeah. But, um, so I live alone. And so I tried actively dating during the pandemic. And I know a lot of people talk about this. I see a lot of people talking about like dating in a pandemic, which you obviously mm. probably don't see as much because you are married. Oh, I see it. You're a married woman. I just, well, like you, I just don't have to live it. Yes, you don't get to you get you get to witness. But like, yeah. I, I think a lot of even a lot of your your coworkers are married, though. Yes, no, no, no. I'm just thinking of the um, one who's who's having her baby soon. Okay, some of them are. Uh, I okay. A lot of my work friends are married, but my a lot of my friends outside of work are not married. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. So I, I attempted to continue dating in the pandemic because we lonely <laughs> and I had just right. gotten out of a serious relationship like two months prior to the pandemic starting. <laughs> yeah. Just about. So I was like, it's time to get back out there. Then the world falls apart. <laughs> of course. Yes. So I dated one. We had four serious possibilities and then a smattering of terrible dates in between all of those. Right. And I cried so many for all of them. For you. you. Because they then it started this new wave of virtual dating. Right. And people would date via like Zoom. And then there were, like, expectations for dating on Zoom and FaceTime. Where, like, if the boy didn't Postmate food to your house, he wasn't cool. Like, stuff like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And it got to a point where I saw a, I don't, a, a, a roll call for auditions for singles dating in the pandemic from BuzzFeed. Like, I saw an advertisement for singles who were dating and virtual dating in the pandemic to 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 join either, like, a documentary or, like, an article or something from BuzzFeed. Oh. So, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. Because, well, like, <laughs> Yeah. Because, uh, like, you know, restaurants were closed and outdoor dining and bars are closing at certain times and you don't want to go meet up with random people and just go see people that you don't know if they're not in a bubble. And you tried bubble dating. I tried um, bubble dating. Yep. Uh, not great. No. He all we was did not was, great. No. All we were able to do, all he could do was come over my house. And we only saw each other. We we literally scheduled. It was so bizarre. He would come over once a week. And only if he hadn't seen anyone else outside of his roommates for that week. And the same with me. And, um, and if he had seen someone that week, then we would wait until the next Tuesday to see each other. We were like, you know, the two week quarantine almost basically. Mm -hmm. um, and we were being very safe and, and stuff. And, but we couldn't do anything. So, like, we were coming up. I was coming. I, because it was always at my house because I didn't have roommates. I yeah. was coming up of all of these dates. I made a, I made an indoor restaurant one night. I bought Nerf guns and, like, left a Nerf gun outside my door. And I said, come find me with the Nerf gun. And I was hiding in my pantry. And I shot him. 
with a Nerf gun, not with I a gun that. gun. Yep. Um, I think we did like a star. We did like star seeing. We drove out to like Red Rock and looked at stars. Um, I did something else really cute, and I can't remember what that was. The di- indoor dining thing was the cutest thing I ever did. The oh. indoor dining was super cute. That was cute. I put candles everywhere. I bought a lot of candles, and I made it look like I made. I painted menus. I picked flowers. Actually, no. I stole flowers from the garden of the apartment complex next door. <laughs> and you got to do what you got to do. Because that was during lockdown, lockdown. So, like, I, I didn't go anywhere unless it was essential. So, I had food delivered yeah. from his favorite restaurant. And I got dressed up. And I told him to come dressed up. It was very nice. It was very cute. And then, and then, and then we broke up. <laughs> Right. And then I, because we broke up, I drove to Texas. <laughs> That's right. But, like, okay, how do you think, like, do you think that the pandemic hastened that breakup? Or do you think that it actually caused the relationship to go longer than you normally would have let it? I think it went longer because I was so, he was the only human I would see. Yeah. And I overlooked a lot of things just so I could see a human once a week. Yeah. I remember that. I remember telling you, like, it's not worth it. Walk away. But that's really easy to say when you're living with somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, When you are, like, locked up in your house alone, the idea of breaking up with the only other person you're seeing, like, not okay. I remember when he... When he was like, I got to talk to you. And I was like, oh, no. First off, I had just made a meatloaf. And I was very upset because I made this new recipe of a meatloaf. And we never even got to eat the meatloaf. Second. He, I, the first things I said out of my mouth is I don't want to be alone. Yeah. When we broke up. Because we were seeing each other for about three months. Which, like, isn't very long. But, like, is still, like lightly a relationship in a way right three months was in the context of that relationship three months was long enough where um it was long enough Mm. um long enough to be invested i was very fortunate to not have to worry about that i i got to spend the pandemic with my husband which i know that like it really hurt a lot of relationships and a lot of people I maybe didn't that. make it I yeah saw that. um but i was super lucky me and my husband i feel like we actually when we started going when i went back to work and everything we kind of realized like it, we had an easier time in our relationship when we were spending more time together also do you think that would have been different if you guys were living in the one bedroom apartment yeah do you like how quick i answered that (laughs) because you guys have a house and like you each have technically almost your own zone like you have the oh yeah the library room i call it the library room was the actual Mm -hmm. name of that the front room i don't know the living room the living room room. and then he's got the tv room media room (laughs) media room media i don't know the 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 terminology but so like you have your room and he has his room and like so if you need to take time away from each other you have the physical space to do so i think a lot of people who didn't have that that ability oh yeah ones we saw burn (laughs) and fall i mean well i mean even like celebrities there were a lot of celebrity divorces because of the pandemic. Kanye and Kim Kardashian. Oh, I can't talk about that one. It's still too raw. I love them. I mean, he's crazy. He's bat. Right. Bat shiitake mushrooms crazy. Um, right. So is she. And you, they got a lot of problems. Love but them. But that was death. why they were perfect. They were perfect. Oh, my and gosh. Their children are beautiful. I honestly, like, I'm genuinely really upset that they're getting divorced. But, I mean, like, even, I I mean, when I say it hurt a lot of marriages, like, I saw a lot of celebrity marriages really, really struggle. And, I mean, celebrity marriages are always kind of like, but I feel like especially (laughs) a lot of them were like, well, we realized in spending so much time together, like, we hate each other. Yeah, like, Kelly Clarkson. But, and they (gasps) Wait, Kelly Clarkson broke up? Yeah. (gasps) Yeah, and they straight up said we spent too much time together. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, like, but that's what I mean. Like, 
And they all have houses to spread out in. Yeah, they got mansions. Yeah. So, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely think if we had been in our apartment, I think I would have wanted to kill less. Like, our apartment before we moved into our house was 680 square feet. It was a bedroom, a bathroom, and then the kitchen, dining room, and living room were, like, kind of one big area. Um, there was not no a very place big area either. It's a small no, area. It was 680 square feet and our bedroom was, was 12 by 12 feet. And one of, so and, like, and parts of those feet were a dog crate and a bed. Yeah. And it was that, that apartment was tiny, but, um, but I mean, I definitely think that for us, at least a pandemic helped our relationship. It helped me in your relationship. It did. It talks yeah. so much to you and Christine now. Yeah. Previous to before. Transition smoothly into next topic. Oh my gosh, you're on a roll tonight. You are just... Well, so have you seen this new thing about Gen Z versus millennials? I don't know. Well, so there's this thing going around, specifically on TikTok and social media, where Gen Zers, which is the the younger generation below us, right, um, mm-hmm. are saying that millennials can no like you're old you're considered like outdated if you do these three things one okay if you have a side part you need to have a middle part now oh i have seen this yes so side parts are out skinny parts are in skinny jeans which you can pry from my cold dead hands oh yeah and then the laughing emoji. You can no longer use the laughing emoji. You have to use the skull emoji. Yeah, that's stupid. I yes, I'm old. I will never look. I like. Does this make me old that the side part looks better for my face framing than a middle part? I have very thick curly hair. Same. I cannot, cannot wear a, a middle, middle part. part. No. No, I will look like a freaking triangle. That's not an option for it's me. Not. That's not old. That's genetics. It's not fair. I can't do any other part. I've literally had a middle part since before even middle parts were considered cool because that's literally the only type of part my head will hold. You mean side part. Side part. That's what I yeah. meant. I did have a middle part in one yearbook picture i believe it's the middle school yearbook picture and if they could see that it's not good exactly same same it's not good no like it's not a cute look it's not it's not an option honestly it's just it's not an option and what's wrong with skinny jeans they are flattering enough for nothing the high, the high schoolers at our school wear skinny jeans all the time. I I haven't seen people not wear skinny jeans. Like, yes, I understand that like boyfriend jeans are kind of in too, or like mom jeans. Yeah. But like, it's just like, which one goes better with the type of shirt you want to wear? Type right. deal. I right. can't wear boyfriend jeans. I'm too short and too weirdly shaped. Yeah, skinny I don't jeans like boyfriend jeans are the me. most flattering on me. Mm-hmm. I cannot wear the other kind. What what? And then I used the laughing. It's the number one used emoji in my phone. Same. I can't. <laughs> I don't like this. We're just we're getting old. These are them's the breaks. That's the the way that it, time marches on. But I don't with his head out high. I don't want to be old. But we are. But we're I, nearing thirty, friends. Don't say those words. I'm turning down. When this podcast releases, I will be 28. Don't say this word. Well, 28 is not mm. 30. Oh, but it's inching up there. It's getting there. No. No. Listen. No. It is what it is. No. We're getting old. No. It- but I don't want to be outdated. But of course we're going to be outdated. No. I refuse. I will get a middle part, maybe. And I, I can't do the jeans. That one I can't do. But I will try to switch my emoji use over if that's what it takes. No, but then you're just going to look like a tryhard. <gasps> no, then I'm going to look like those moms who dye their hair blonde. Yep. Oh, you're going to be no. as one of my students that just loves to come to tutorials every single day. Um, He goes, miss, you try too hard or not me. He goes, she tries too hard. 
she tries too hard he tries too hard miss he tries too hard so i get in trouble for not trying enough but then i get in trouble for trying too much i don't think that uh gen zers want you to try i don't think that them saying those three things is like hey stop doing it i think it's like hey you're old Live I can't it. wait till they're old and I can make fun of them. Oh, yeah. Isn't that when's the circle the, of life, though? When's the new generation after Gen Z start coming up? What are they? Um, okay, We're so out of letters. Millennials are, I think it's called, like, Generation Alpha or something. I could be pulling that out of thin air. I don't know, but I feel like it is. Um, I know that millennials end in the mid-late 90s. Yes. Like around 95 the latest 97 the latest generate you're right generation wait generation z or after them or generation alpha hey, I'm the so first group smart. of millennials children born from yeah. 2011 until 2025 okay so our our kids basically because 2025 is 2021. Do you think you'll have kids before 2025? I don't know. That's that's like four years. I don't think... Well, you might in 30... Like, just at the tail end of that, you might. Oh, no? <laughs> no? We're not... Gonna, I don't know. I mean, the longer you wait, the more happy I am that I don't have to share the attention with your child. Right. I do it for you. And Thank not you. because I'm just a selfish person who doesn't want to split my time and money. I, I, for the it's, child it's just for me <laughs> um yeah i don't know if i will but um yeah because millennials are actually from like 83 82 83 mm -hmm. michael's a millennial my brother yeah yeah it says generation um, z is mid 1990 on so technically yeah. 95 and after is yeah considered. it's kind of 95 to 97 is like yeah. the Different places say 95 one. to 97. Yeah. Um, I think because, okay, so do you know like how they, why, what defines a generation? No. Okay, so generations are split up um, based on major events mm -hmm. that shaped um, your worldview. So ours so, is the changing of the millennial. Right, but the things that came with that, so 9-11, um, Obama's presidency, um, well, the Bush's internet. presidency, Obama's, yeah, the the kind of the dawning of the internet age. So for a millennial, your childhood didn't have internet, but then it, over time, you kind of like, it did. you we got, got it. So like we, worlds. yeah, we remember having to do schoolwork with a paper dictionary, but we also oh did schoolwork with with you know on the internet so yeah that's like with a millennial it was it was really a generation of like really like kind of odd transition mm. um that's kind of like what shapes a a millennial but what like a boomer generation z because boomers i know was the baby boom after the war so yeah so well generation z i think they said it was like um what was it I mean, it was, uh, I don't remember. Can I Google what shaped Generation Z? Generation Z? Gen Zs. Known as Zoomers. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. As the demographic cohort succeeding millennials preceding Generation Alpha, researchers and popular media, most members of Generation Children of Generation X, some are children of millennials, the first social generation not to have experienced life before the internet. Yeah. And okay, to have that's, widespread so access to portable digital technology at a young age, such as like iPhones and stuff. Mm -hmm. Cell phones. Because we didn't have that. We didn't have texting didn't and have stuff. That. We didn't have no. texting until we were in high school. Yeah. Well, I didn't at least. I didn't either. Yeah, so like texting and like having we didn't I didn't have internet on a phone until I was a sophomore in college. Yeah, same. Same. I had actually. a BlackBerry up until sophomore year of college. I had a Palm. Yeah, a Palm Pre or a Palm Centro. I'm sorry, a Palm Centro. Um, hey, yeah, I think that that's a big one. Like the like millennials remember that transition. 
Wait, let wait, read the let me read this part. Compared to previous generations, members of generation Z in some developed nations tend to be well be they must have wrote this. Well behaved abstemious 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 what is that word? And risk no averse. They tend to live more slowly than their predecessors when they were their age and have lower rates of teenage pregnancy, consume alcohol less, and are better at delaying gratification to their counterparts from the 1960s. Um, oh, but apparently sexting among adolescents is become a problem. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Meanwhile, um... Youth subcultures have been quieter, though not necessarily dead. (laughs) I don't even know what you just read. They have higher rates of allergies. And higher awareness and diagnoses diagnoses of mental health problems. (laughs) I think that as a society... society is not as mentally healthy or maybe we're just more willing to admit that we're not as mentally healthy maybe that's i think it's both because because also like with this they only know technology and with a lot of technology use like the like the like they had access to at such a young age comes with decline in mental health yeah so i think it could be a combination yeah interesting I feel like I read somewhere that millennials are one of the most nostalgic generations. Yes, that's because why there we was, love everything beforehand. Yeah, because there was so much transition. Like, there was so much change. Like, so much change in the world. 9-11 was, like, overnight the world was different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, with the internet, like, that's so much change um, mm-hmm. for a kid to go through just, like, in society and so i i definitely i remember reading that that like millennials are one of the most nostalgic because mm-hmm. things are nothing like they were when we were a kid and yet they are that's why i want dunkaroos so bad there you go they're bringing them back are they i think they might actually already be back i need to google it next google we it. should also have dunkaroos one one episode <laughs> i just want to write everything off as a tax thing, and also eat cheese and degrees. <laughs> Do you think we can write our Starbucks orders off? If we make enough money, yeah. If if this becomes a profitable uh, um, podcast, please sponsor us. Well, right now we don't have a single person on Patreon, so or a sponsor during that. Nor do we have ads <laughs> because um, I I don't. Uh, we we post on Anchor. We use Anchor. I don't want to do Anchor ads. No. I think that Anchor, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like that's lame. Like, if I'm going to do an ad, I want it to be for, like... Me undies. No. I want free underwear. <laughs> I we want, can have matching if underwear. We're gonna an, I, if I we're going to do an ad, then I want something that, like, I don't actually Fresh. like or use. HelloFresh. I don't like... No, I don't like HelloFresh. Oh. um, What are those other really popular ones? I don't know. I always just think of the underwear and the food. Yeah. Ooh, maybe there's a cheese one. Ooh. A cheese box. Like a cheese, a monthly cheese box subscription from cheeses around the world. And it's called charcuterie from around the world. Wow. That's a great name. Thank you. Don't steal it, people. (laughs) Shark Tank. (laughs) Shark Tank, yeah, because they listen. Mark Cuban listens to this for sure. I know for a fact that Mark Cuban listens to our podcast and would steal my charcuterie board subscription idea. I love Shark Tank. Do you like Shark Tank? I love Shark Tank. I love it. I've gotten some great stuff because of Shark Tank. I, I, oh my god, what's my, what's your, we should do a thing next time on what's your favorite Shark Tank item. I could tell you right now. Is it the squatty potty? 100% it's the she squatty potty. Squatty potty. I'd have to Life think. Life changing. Some things I don't realize are, are Shark Tank products. Like the Scrub Daddy. That's a I Shark don't like Tank. Scrub Daddy. I, I don't. I, I don't. That's not my favorite one. I have used it. 
There are other ones. I got a too. backpack <gasps> one time because of Shark Tank. Is the tub shroom a Shark Tank item? I don't know. I think the sh- if it's the tub shroom, then I might have to go of tub shroom because I love my tub shroom. It's a thing that keeps hair from going down the, shra- the drain in your shower, and I lose a lot of hair in my shower. And I've never had a clogged shower drain because of it, and I've lived here for five years. Wow. Yeah. I do. I love Shark Tank. I don't watch it very often anymore. I watched it a lot more when I lived in New York. I'd watch I have it cable, mom. so I can't watch yeah, it. Yeah, me neither. So I think that's well, why. That's, that's a lie. We have YouTube TV. I don't have that. But we don't watch it very often. We don't pay for it. So <laughs> How do you not pay for it? Because we mooch off our family. Oh, I saw. I thought I heard Keith from the Try Guys say that they can't use their parents' account anymore due to something with the IP address. I don't know. Yes. Oh, there's a sneaky way around it, isn't there? No. No. But but I see your eyes. Okay. No, for legal reasons. (laughs) Just kidding. I don't have YouTube TV. We don't? No. No. No, not at all. (laughs) Oh, love that. Yep. Great. Well, it's great. Well, smooth transition. <laughs> smooth transit. When I'm in charge of outlines, always smooth transitions. Smooth transition. <laughs> to teacher tip of the week. Yes. And do you do you know this teacher tip? Um, well, all you have written is pick three things. And so what I'm going to assume it is, is that at any given time, you have to pick the three most important things and that's what you focus on? Uh, kind of. So you know uh-huh. how when in the beginning of the year, especially when you're a new teacher, so this is this is directed towards mostly new teachers, but it could be any teacher maybe going to a new school or something like that. If you're starting teaching or you're a teacher and you go through all the trainings in the beginning of the year... And they're like, look at all these amazing things you can use. Look at these tools you could use. Look at these data tracking charts you can use. Look at this website you can use. Look at this management thing you can use. Look at all these things you can use. (laughs) Look at all these great tools, all these great things. So Google Slides, Google Google Classroom, Google Meet, uh, Socrative, Show Me, Edge Elastic, uh, Google Forms, Delta Math, uh, IRL, IXL. I that ready. was quite the list. I'm just no, you're still going. Enough. Okay. Well, so like I I can use all these things, but like <gasps> wow, whoa. But like I went through a graduate program of over two and a half years to be considered skilled I in all these things. I'm so amazing and wonderful. I, I, I am, am awesome. just the best thing. Only I, Kimberly Wolf, can use all of these programs because I. I'm special. Went to graduate school for it. Look, I paid Look a lot of money for that piece of paper. I'm going to flaunt it when I can. But I uh-huh. wish someone had told me this when when I was first becoming a teacher. Because okay, pick three things that you want to be good at for that year of teaching. And only focus on those three things. If you want to be really great at using Google Forms, then only use Google Forms and focus on learning that technology tool. Don't be like, okay, I'm going to use Google Forms for this, and then I'm going to use Edge Elastic for that, and then I'm going to use um, this other website for that, and I'll, 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 you know, I'll keep it up because, you know, I'm meeting all of my students' needs and stuff. No, don't do that. I think that's something too that like is would be a good thing to bring into like your um like your team meetings, your 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 PLCs, your mm-hmm. lesson planning mm-hmm. things. Because I, I know that we're guilty of this. It's like, oh, well, there's Nearpod, oh mm-hmm. there's Ed Puzzle, oh mm-hmm. there's this, and we get all excited about it, but then we're like I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just like don't like I. There are um, thousands of millions of great tools and strategies out there for teachers to use, but do not try and do all of them at once. Like if you're trying to pick pick like one classroom management tool or strategy, pick one technology tool or strategy, and pick one 
something else type tool or strategy and focus on just using those things until you feel like you have mastered those things. Because you will not master those things if you spread yourself too thin. And then you're just going to get overwhelmed thinking that there's too many things to do as a teacher, which there already is. Right. So I always tell people, especially when I was doing technology training for for remote learning, there are so many technology tools to use. So many websites, so many, so many types of activities. Don't try and use them all. I only use Delta Math, um, Delta Math quizzes, and Edge Elastic. That's it. Those are the only three technology tools I use. And I don't, I could use so many more, but I don't because A, it's better for the kids and B, it's yeah. better for me. It's a lot for the kids when they're constantly having to use different things. Yeah. So it works in our favor, both wise. Yeah. So that's, that's my teacher, teacher tip. tip of the week. It's a good one. Smooth transition. <laughs> oh my gosh. How terrible of a teacher were you this week? Um, I, okay, so we had kind of a weird, we're having kind of a weird week because on Monday, our school district gave us an asynchronous day. So the kids worked from home and we went in and they had an assignment that they needed to do, but we went into work and we worked, but we were able to use that time for like lesson planning and everything, which was super helpful. Um, I definitely feel like it's funny because in our last, um, podcast I talked a lot about like the behavior and functions behind behavior and what that means and I feel like that has tried my patience this week Mm. in particular this past week I've had to really be like oh my gosh Rachel the function behind this behavior is attention (laughs) don't don't turn around Rachel the function behind this behavior is to get out of work don't let it don't don't give them the satisfaction like I've had to really tell myself that so I think it's been kind of a I don't know it's I haven't felt horrible but I felt I feel okay I feel like when you are ignoring behavior because the function behind it is attention mm-hmm. it's really easy to feel like a really bad teacher yes it's like a bad parent when you let the baby cry yeah, because you're sitting there like, but if someone were to here. walk by my room right now and hear this kid or see this kid or whatever, mm-hmm. they'd be like, what are you doing in your room? Mm-hmm. Um, but like sometimes you just need to let it happen. Um, yeah. Let them have their but, Right. And so it's like, I, I feel like this week I've kind of struggled with, with that. Me, who I literally work with that every day. I've worked with that every day for the past five years. But I have felt like, oh, my gosh. This behavior is killing me. I I started hybrid this week. You did? That's right. Yes. I'm exhausted. It's way more tiring. It's more it's more tiring. Because I feel like my energy is in two places at once. And I don't have a flow yet. I do not have like a rhythm to it yet. I'm three days in. <laughs> so are all of your kids coming to class every day? No. Oh, well, yes. So how yes. are you? Wait. Oh. Um, so I'm sorry. I'm like, I misunderstood. I thought you meant in person. So in person, no. in, at, in person, I have a, anywhere from like five to 12 kids in my room. And then the rest of them are on the computer at the same time. Do the same kids come to in person every day? Only. So the same kids Monday, Tuesday, other group of kids Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, so you're having rotating kids. We have two cohorts on different days of the week. Friday, no kids, everybody virtual. And we're also keeping keeping a shortened schedule. So the kids are only in school for five hours. Regular class periods are 35 minutes long. Um, mine, since I am block, is 70 minutes because I have them for two periods in a row. So are you, do you have to like, differentiate the lesson plans or i just i i'm as of right now because i'm still trying to figure it out i'm just teaching mm-hmm. the way i have been teaching like they're so they're on zoom just in my classroom 
Okay, so like the kids are coming to school in one way, shape, or form every single day. The ones who have chose to come. Some have opted to not come at all on either those two groups. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is like, you know, let's say Susie Mm -hmm. has to attend class every day. Whether it is on Zoom or in person, she has to come to class. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because I know that my little cousins in New York, they were doing it where they had an alternating schedule like that. Mm -hmm. But, like, they didn't have to. So, like, if there was a test or something, Mm -hmm. like, some kids took the test on Friday, some kids took the test on Monday. And so the teacher had to come up with, like, multiple lesson plans that that worked. Okay, so so, so your kids are coming and being involved in class every day in some way, shape, or form. Yes. I just, I have not gotten a vibe for it yet. Yeah. And so I need to figure out a vibe for it. Um, it's been very nice socially wise to see them there and, and be able to. Because I just spent a lot of the first day. It was like my first day all over again for those kids. And yeah. I just spent, I had maybe about 30 minutes with them because I released the Zoom kids early so I could go over things with the kids in class. And um, I had about 30 minutes of time where I, we just, we played Kahoot, Disney movies, I gave stickers, we hung out, we talked, we joked. Yeah. It was just nice to, and they were, and they were socializing, getting to know each other. And that yeah. was, it was fun. It was fun to experience that, but I am exhausted. Yeah. So. That I, transition is really hard. Yeah. I. So I don't feel like I'm doing the best, but the kids are having the best time. And so that's all that matters right now. Yeah. There you go. Kids first. Which means... I mean, you got to take care of yourself, though. So smooth transition into self-care. <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all, all five of our listeners are going to be like, please never let Kim be in charge again. We have like at least 60 <laughs> listeners. Yeah, we do. Um, But anyway, self-care. Self-care. My self-care is something I haven't been listening to, but I I wrote it as more as a reminder to myself. (laughs) I'm looking at it right now. (laughs) Uh, No more post-mating dinner. (laughs) So, but then that would be your self-care for this week. No, because I don't have the money. So I'm hurting myself. I know, but I mean, like, this would be your self-care for, like, the next episode. Not this episode. What? To not take, to not do takeout tonight? Have you been, oh, well, tonight. I've been doing takeout a lot this week because I I come home too tired from hybrid. So, but then what has your self-care been this past week? How have you been taking care of yourself this past week? Um... I took a really long shower and bath yesterday thinking it would help my shoulder muscles. No, my shoulder neck that I messed up. I took a muscle relaxer last night. Oh my gosh, you are such a negative Nancy. I, oh, I, I, that's the thing. Like, I haven't been caring for myself. And when I don't like meal plan and care for myself, I do more takeout, which then leads to me feeling more crappy and more tired. And it's a bad cycle. Wow. So you really just didn't do anything for self-care. I'm going to have a friend over after this, and that's my self-care so far. Wow. You need to be better about that. Well, you need to take better care of yourself. That's why I got a friend coming over who's going to make dinner with me. Okay. So I don't get takeout. There you go. Yeah. Okay. What's yours? That's it. That's your goal for this week is to implement self-care. More self-care. For the rest of... Oh, I got the dentist tomorrow. I got therapy Friday. That's kind of like self-care. Yeah. Um, For me, I... So, okay. So, I... Like a lot of kids who grew up in more conservative households, I was not allowed to read Harry Potter as a kid. I didn't watch the movies until I was in late high school. I didn't read the books until I was um, a grown adult with a mortgage. Um, but so my self care has been, I've been reading a lot this week. I love reading. Um, so this week I 
I've been reading. That's been my self-care is I've just been spending some time reading. It's been lovely. I got to get back into reading. You do. I've enjoyed This is my second time reading through Harry Potter. I've seen the movies a bunch, um, but <clears throat> this is my second time reading it. I really enjoy I reading, too, and I need to get back into it. Yeah. Do you want to hit like for that's... your birthday present? Yes. It has to do with reading. Oh. There you go. I just ordered it right before this episode. <laughs> oh, maybe you should open it on the next time we record if you get it before then. That's the only That'll way I'll allow my you. Birthday. That's the only way I'll allow you to open it before your birthday. You're not here. So? I'll tell Wes. I... No. You ruin it if you open it before your birthday unless it's for special things. I don't care. But, but, but. No. I also supported a small business while doing so, and I feel great about that. that. Look at you. I feel like self-care is my, uh, I feel like reading is my self-care often. (laughs) This is only the fifth episode of the podcast, and I feel like I have definitely said reading more than once. I, well, I mean, store-bought, I can't say it, it's like a tongue twister. Store-bought serotonin is my often one, because I now have a new obsession with another thing from Target, which I don't think I told you about. You did. I told you about the little pets. (gasps) Uh, Someone sent me one in the mail. I have one sitting outside, and I'm going to record myself opening after this. Unless (laughs) my friend You told me about it, but I don't know what they are or anything. It's this thing you can get from Target. Well, you can get it from any toy store, but um, it it comes in like this like heart-shaped box and you open the heart-shaped box and you like smash it. And inside is like this little cute figurine you have to like build that's candy themed. And I like the pets ones, which are smaller, a little bit cheaper. I have two of them on my desk already, but someone sent me a big one that you smash with a hammer that it comes with. And there's a little like snack themed doll inside. Oh. And it, there's you collect them all, and they're a mystery, and they got little sprinkles you put in their, like, hair or something. It's cool. And I don't know why, go. but for some reason, these, like, I don't know what I'm going to get toys are, like, stealing my money. And so is Postmates. <laughs> You're struggling. At least my self-care is not costing me money. <laughs> That's true. Mine is costing me a lot of money. Oh, well, I think smooth transition. I think that about wraps it up. Does it now? Yes, it does. Smooth transition (laughs) into ending our episode. Rachel, take it away. That was my announcer voice. That was something else. Should I do more of that? It's like my game show announcer voice. No, I think that that's about it. Thank you for joining us today on this episode of Desserts Backwards. We'll check in with you next week. Please leave us a five-star review with your Starbucks order, and we love you very much. (laughs) Is that it? Is that your goodbye? Goodbye! I now need to go eat some snacks. You know, we were on a really great thing. We had a really good flow for our goodbyes. And I've ruined it. You're you're ruining it. <laughs> Whatever, I give up. Goodbye, people. Smooth transition. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>